Today, we're talking to the mamas and to those who want to be mamas one day. All right, moms, are you ready for this or future moms? Today, I have a special treat for you because I have my friend and wonderful sister in Christ, Deborah Smith. She is the host of Mama's Mission podcast, one of my favorite all-time podcasts. Why? Because she teaches you how to raise up your kids in the Lord, how to disciple your kids. And I especially love her because she helps you with routines and having devotions and devotionals with your children as well. So, you know, me being a mom, a mom of three, one is an adult, as you already probably know, 20 years old, the other one's 16. And then, of course, my little one, my little princess, she's four and a half. And raising her up in Jesus is something that I am like, okay, how do I do this, right? Because I did the best I could with the boys. And if you know my story, it was some ups and downs there with my own spiritual walk. And now that I have a strong spiritual walk, like, okay, how do I do this in the way that God can work through me and her dad? Okay, not just me, it's a partnership, but how can God work through me as a mom to help me help her learn about Jesus and really know Jesus through my personal life, through my example, and through habits and routines that I can create with her and we can create with her, my husband and I, her, her dad and I. So she's a special woman and she's going to talk about that today. All right, sister, are you ready for this? This is really, really special. You ready? All right. And I also want to just give you a quick reminder. I know you've been listening and hearing about the workshop I just did and in the last bonus episode, I shared my story with you and you had until yesterday to sign up for the bonus, but no worries, my sister, because you can still sign up and still get amazing value because actually my price for the coaching call for the connection coaching call, take back your time is really, really small. Uh, it is a starter price, really. It's not going to last forever. So, and you get so much, like I literally give you a personalized plan that includes your purposefully planned connection time where you will spend time connecting with your father in heaven through his word, through the Bible every day. Yes, every day, sister, because we work on and we decide on a plan that works specifically for you and your time needs so that you can you can be consistent and you can grow it into a habit. And that is really the best way. That's that's the way to connect with God right there. Make it into a habit every day. Of course, you can always change it up and spice it up. There's all these techniques and things we do, even for when you have almost zero time or when you go through difficult seasons in your life, like all of that. We work through all of that together. So you also have a plan. I give you a plan to defeat the enemy, okay? So you'll be prepared for when he strikes, and he will. He will, because the enemy strikes usually when you try to get closer to God, but you will be prepared. And then, of course, you'll have a seven-day follow-up from me to see how it's going and for me to offer more support. So these are things you already get. So if you miss the bonus and you miss, that's okay. Don't worry. Now, the bonus is available as a paid option. No, I think you'll be, you're going to love it. And I'm going to give you a very special rate for that. So you'll be hearing about that very soon. So stay tuned to the podcast. But right now, I want to offer you this coaching call for this special price. So go ahead and go to theintentionalchristianwoman.com. Right there, you'll go straight to the page, say, uh, go ahead and press book a call, or I'm ready. And you'll get straight to my calendar. And you can just book the call right there. Okay, sister. All right, let's do this. 
Are you so busy and overwhelmed that you can't get enough time to connect with God? Are distractions robbing you of your time with Jesus? Is your motivation to spend time in the Word just not what it used to be? Do you want to be more consistent in your personal Bible study? Welcome home, sister. I'm Rosie, a mom, wife, teacher, and devoted disciple of Jesus. And like you, I struggled to stay consistent with my Bible study. When life got busy, I felt so overwhelmed that spending time in God's Word was no longer a priority. In my hardest seasons of life, my motivation to be in the Bible grew weak. I lost my convictions and walked away from God. But by His grace, my faith was restored and with the conviction to never take God's Word for granted again. If you're tired of letting the enemy steal away your time, energy, focus, and motivation, then sister, this podcast is for you. So go reheat your coffee, dust off your journal and Bible, and get ready to take back your time. It's good to have you here. Welcome to the show. Thanks for having me, Rosie. It's awesome to be here. It's so good. You know, it's it was so nice being on your show um, last week as we're recording this last week. And so yeah. I was really honored to be on, on your show. Thank you so much for that opportunity. It was really a fun experience. And now you get to be on my show. And I, I know. I <laughs> yes, I'm so excited. Really, really, because although I am personally confident in teaching my like the women about creating a Bible study routine and getting into your Bible, I, and I'm sure many listeners of mine, I have no doubt, are probably not as confident on how do we teach our kids that, like, especially the younger ones. So yeah. I walk them in it. So we're going to talk about that today. But first, I would love if you could introduce yourself and tell us a little bit about yourself. Okay, cool. My name is Deb and I have a funny accent. So I'm not from the US. I am from a small country called New Zealand. So I'm a Kiwi. Um... I have two children. I've been married this year for 15 years. We live in a tiny house, so it's a very small space. But I love living in New Zealand. And yeah, that's it. On my heart is to encourage and inspire mamas to get intentional with discipling their kids, which is basically a fancy word for pointing their kids to Jesus. So that's what I'm all about. (laughs) I love it. And I I love your podcast. I love what you do. And being in your group, which you're going to talk about later, how the the ladies can connect with you. So um, let's start. I want to start by asking you. So a lot of us, like I said earlier, might not might. I know do. I know I can speak for myself. We feel a little bit intimidated on how we can talk to our kids about Jesus. And now, you know, it's not like talking to a, your typical adult about Jesus, right? Because you know, we we speak to each other in a certain language. And you and I are teachers, so we know we teach the young kids, right? Yeah. We know that. Um, there is a way you sort of teach them, talk to them. And so perhaps I myself as a teacher feel a little confident in that. And I, not all my listeners are teacher. Our listeners are teacher because, yeah. but, you know, but even as teachers, even as a teacher, I mean, I'm a middle school teacher, but nonetheless, I'm not really sure how I can point my kids to Jesus. Like I take them to the Sunday, you know, school, like <laughs> probably many of us do. And, and the teachers, yeah. they're great. Hopefully our, all our teachers are great and they do that. But we know, I believe, right? I think you can agree with me that it starts in the home, that teaching about Jesus starts in the home. So yeah. could you walk our listeners here through maybe um, some tips on how can we make, well, first, how can we guide our kids to Jesus? But the easy way, the easier way. <laughs> <laughs> oh, preach it. It's got to be easy for it to actually stick, I reckon, yeah. anyway. 
Uh, well, first and foremost, your listeners are in the perfect place because they're listening to you. Because it really just starts with you as a mama. You can't lead your kids to something that, I mean, you don't even know where you're going. It's like mm-hmm. the blind leading the blind. It's just not going to work. So you actually have to know the Lord intimately and you need to have that, oh, what would you call it? Like the desire to actually make disciples. Like this is the great commission that we have as Christians to make disciples of others. And what better place to start, as you just said, than in your home. And I know it can be a little bit scary, although I say I know it can be, but you're right. I guess as being a teacher for almost 20 years, you just, I find talking to kids really easy and adults would be a little bit trickier for me personally. But yeah, I think just come alongside your kids. First of all, obviously you need a relationship with the Lord yourself, but also you need to have a pretty decent relationship with your kids. Mm, They're not going to be really receptive to hearing what you have to say about Jesus if you're not even taking the time to speak their love language or spend much time with them when you're constantly, I mean, as parents, we have to um, discipline our kids as well. But if you're just constantly coming down on them harsh, Mm -hmm. that's, I mean, I heard yesterday at church, um, the the speaker was saying how we are as parents is how our kids are going to view God. And I thought, oh my goodness me, like that's totally convicting because if we are quite firm and constantly judgy and not gracious, mm-hmm. uh, that's what they're going to think of as God and that's not what he is at all. Mm-hmm. So I was like, oh, okay, might need to shape up there a little bit. But yeah, so basically it comes down to your walk with the Lord and actually just connecting with your kids. And then after you've got those things, everything else can fall into place. It doesn't have to be as hard as we make it out to be. Yeah, and that's that's comforting to know. And you know, you're right, Deb, about connecting with our kids uh, first before we even try to give them Jesus. Because, you know, I think about my teenage son right now, like, and I'm sure we have listeners right now who have teenagers or have had teenagers and you understand that you may understand that it is harder to connect with our kids when they're teenagers because, you know, they're going through changes. So I say that about my teenager because I recently learned I have I had a learning experience with my teenage boy. Um, he's he's 16, just turned 16. And I know his love language is quality time and words of affirmation. So quality time is a big one. And something that has been difficult uh, in the past year is to really spend quality time with him. I spent some, but not really what he needs. And so um, because my, you know, I have a four year old, four and a half year old, and she's takes up, she really is demanding of time. And I love her to death, but it's just the stage. So you got a teenager, you got a four year old, and it's very challenging. So what I've intentionally started doing um, probably over the last few months really is really scheduling in that time, you know, with him and telling him, look, this is going to be our time. No one's going to touch it. And I know that, you know, his stepdad, dad is is busy uh, with school. He is full time. So that's been kind of a challenge too, but he has committed this time to watch her no matter what. Okay. So, and my husband is very helpful with a lot of things, but he's, he's just in a busy season. So, but I said, this is very important. We got to make sure. So I started doing that and he, oh my goodness, Deb, when I tell you, like he was experiencing kind of like more mood swings and whatnot, which is normal. But now I see a big difference. He's, I mean, he still has them, but it's not as much. And he, in my house, he's, he's just so 
so, like his his face is brighter his he just looks and, and he he's like out of his room more trying to spend more time with us and you'll never guess it but um just yet i think it was two days ago i'm going to tell you this experience real quick because i you're you're right i'm gonna tell you that you're proven right in what you say um <laughs> he was he was at the gym um doing his basketball practice then he started working out a little bit you know he's into working out right now and so he said a woman came up to him that he had seen before he opened the door for her the other day an older lady you know much older lady and she said oh i remember you you opened my door for me oh you're so sweet you're such a young sweet young man anyway bottom line she started talking to him and she says hey do you you know do you know do you know god you know and she he says and mind you you know dad is not of a of a faith background i mean he has yeah. a faith background but not right now and he's not a man of faith right now so he influences him a lot and so he says yeah i mean i do have a relationship God, he said it hesitantly because he did tell me the other day that he does pray to God. So that's kind of a novelty actually lately. So that's kind of new. Yeah. But he's like telling her, yeah, I kind of do. I mean, you know, my mom goes to church. He's not completely saying he's sold out for God or anything, but he's like, yeah. So he's telling me this. I'm not even asking him. And so I'm just like blown away because like that just has not happened before. So I see the difference it has made already in me being intentional with spending time. I didn't have to like push Jesus on him, so to speak. Like I bring him to church with me and things like that. I'll take him to teen events, but you know, he's with me half the time. So just to have that time of quality is, and, and them to see, Hey, you're putting me first in your schedule on a day. Like you're, you're putting me in your calendar this is very important. And it's not only that time. I'll be honest. It's been, I've been trying to spend extra time too outside of that. So, you know, that he can see he's a priority for me. But just to know, look, we have our dates, like no one's going to change. This is our time. No one's touching this. And that has already made a difference, Deb. So you are so it right. It is in so that. cool. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's really amazing. Okay. So I know I want to know, and and I know you've already shared some of this on your podcast because I, I follow your podcast and I'm in your group. So I'm already learning tips from you, but please share with the listeners. What are some, maybe some practical things, maybe even in your own example with your with your kids, what are some practical things that uh, our listeners can do, the women, the moms can do with their kids to get them closer to Jesus? Okay, well, um, I've been recently convicted about spending time in the Word, and I love spending time in the Word myself. I do it most mornings, but getting my children to love the Word and so that with my one-year-old son, yeah, he's not reading yet. So that just basically looks like me reading the Jesus Storybook Bible to him. And I'm just reading a story a day kind of thing. We do it before bed. We do it while we're having lunch together whenever we can. So I'm, and I'm just talking to him. He can't answer me back, but I'm just putting the seeds out there, planting those seeds. It doesn't, I don't, think it matters how young or old your children are you can still talk to them about Jesus so I was praying over my my children both when they're in the womb it shouldn't stop as they get older and I just want to be real with them about my faith so that's one thing I do with my one-year-old son um, and I'm praying aloud a lot of the time so my children know what it is to hear me pray and my daughter is really good at praying. We pray on the way to school most days and she's really great actually at what she prays for. And so I've just been modeling that, even though in all honesty, my own prayer walk is, it totally needs some work, but that's something that we've 
we've done quite well with the kids, like just modeling prayer with them. And then things that I do with my daughter is I've actually found what's most effective is as going back to what I said earlier, it's about your walk with the Lord. Mm. So the other morning we came, my husband and I came downstairs and both the kids were asleep and we both got our word, our Bible out and we were in the word and my daughter came downstairs and she went to the bathroom, saw us looking at our Bibles, got her Bible out and started reading herself just because she just wants to be like us. And that spoke way more. uh, And that was probably way more effective than me going, hey, could you get your Bible out? Like, because sometimes I do do that and we go through it together. I don't want to just go, hey, here's a Bible now, go figure it out. Like that's that's not what it's about. And that's not what God's like with us either. Mm -hmm. He gives us some direction. Yeah. So (laughs) Shit, I thought that was really cool. Like she just saw us modeling and that's really what it's about. But other things that we do is I'm such an advocate, as I was saying before we press record, I don't think this needs to be complicated and involve a whole lot of resources and time on your part to prep because ain't ain't nobody got time for that. Like I don't. (laughs) So so one thing I love doing is we just sit down. We don't watch a lot of TV together, but on YouTube there's a channel called Minnow Kids, M-I-N-N-O. I I think that's what it is. And they do five-minute devotions and they're just really clever videos. They're animated And then there's like two discussion questions at the end, which we pause and we talk about. And then there's a scripture that we talk about as well. And then there's a prayer. And usually, you know, they'll give you a scripted prayer, but I just say, okay, well, what did we learn from this devotion? Let's put that into prayer as well. We use devotion books uh, together, but I don't do that religiously every day. Um, I've really gotten tried to get my daughter into unpacking scripture in more more of a journal form, but not writing a whole lot because she likes to draw. So drawing what she sees and what she hears about God, what he's saying to us. We mm-hmm. put on a lot of worship music and she loves learning the songs at church. And yeah, it's it's just about those are just some of the things off the cuff. I'm a firm believer that. You know, we need to be a part of a church, but it's not their job. It's not the church's job in an hour mm. to two hours to disciple mm-hmm. our kids. Yeah. And unfortunately, this is, you know, even lots of pressure is put on teachers in Christian schools. It's your job. Mm. And it's like, mm, no, it's it's our, our job as parents. Like, we've been gifted these kids for a reason. Absolutely. And as a teacher, I can speak to that as well. Just a public school teacher, you know, a lot of not all parents are like this, but there I have run across parents who I can, it's clear that they're kind of depending on us teachers to even discipline their kids when, yeah, no wonder there's classroom problems. And obviously we'll have the behavior issues that are not, you know, different, that are, that are something that's not the parents' fault. Obviously we have some, some psychological issues out there, but Aside, I'm, ta- I'm not talking about those exceptions. I mean, yeah, I, I see it. So I completely agree with you. And I, I feel like I personally have grown more over like having over the years with with my kids. And, and like now with my daughter, I, I, 
I mean, some of it has been advice from other older parents in my church. And that's another thing that I think is good to I'll maybe in my experience is to ask others, hey, how are you? Like you're a great, a, a great example. And you can also ask other who's, who you see their kids are like people of faith they're not perfect you know maybe they've stumbled and no. the kids are not perfect but you're like yeah they they look like hey they're they're great kids if you're like that's a good example of a parent what are they doing hey what you do <laughs> so I think even asking others because that's what we do with our mentors we ask them you know they're they're, yeah. they're great in their faith too but you know these these practices are really cool I was writing it down like I had no idea that minnow kids was a thing like a five minute devotional on YouTube. Hello, I am on there. Like I'm I'm getting on there tomorrow with my daughter. It's <laughs> so mean, easy. Right? <laughs> it's it's amazing. So I'm definitely doing that. Like I had no idea. You just educated me on something. Like I had no idea. And even things like what you were saying, like drawing, you know, using drawing or painting, like my daughter loves to we were just literally before the call. We were she was painting. She was just creative painting. But why not, you know, have her paint like maybe after the devotion or after we read a story in the Bible. Um, and, and she doesn't know how to draw well yet, but hey, whatever, you know, she it can is. try, you know, no big yeah. deal. It doesn't have to be perfect. In some we try to be perfect and try to make things exactly how we think they should be. And it, it's, it's, I don't think that's the case. And even how you were just saying, you know, praying out loud so they can hear you, you know, we pray um, at night and we pray for the food. And, and we include her in prayer when, and, and certain things like, Hey, we're about to pray together. And that's, that's good. I think though, personally, I need to personally do a better job with that though. More intentional. That's for sure. Um, yeah. So those are some great tips that you've been sharing, even the music, like I know with her. So this brings me to another question because I know there's moms here who are brand new moms who have probably babies or People, I have women that are not moms, maybe want to be a mom in the future or are an auntie and they help with the kids or how can they help their sister or brother, their sibling, right? Um, my question is this, how young is too young or is there too young? Like, what would you say? Is is there an age that they should start? Is there how if there's no, no age is required? What, what do you think about that? Yeah, I don't think any age. It's... It comes from even before conception. I mean, especially for speaking to those people who want to be mums, but they're not quite there yet. Obviously, if you've got that desire on your heart, you're going to be putting in a bit of prayer about it. And yeah, obviously during conception, you're praying, hopefully praying over your baby and speaking life to your baby when you're reading aloud, all the conversations and yeah, just especially when your baby is born, I don't think they're, I don't think it matters how young they are or how old, you know, especially, I mean, I can't attest to this because my kids are, my, my eldest is seven, but when they're older, you know, when I want to have a relationship with my children where we can be real with each other, we can speak into each other's lives. Yeah. It, just because I'm laying this foundation doesn't mean that they're going to pick God's way because they get to choose at the end of the day. It's a choice that they make. It's not the choice I make for them. Mm -hmm. But I would really hope that even if they decide that they don't want to walk with the Lord, that I have the ability to still be real about my faith. And yeah, so I, I just really don't think it matters how old. And I mean, even me, I'm hitting almost 40 soon. And my parents still speak 
into my life like about my faith and they encourage me and in turn I can do the same thing and challenge them and it's cool I want that relationship with my kids when we're older so I think it doesn't really matter how old or how young that's awesome that's awesome well we what I've been doing with her is we have this uh we have well we definitely have the kids bible children's bible for sure so we'll you know, she, she had a season where she, that's all she wanted to do before going to sleep is she'll pick a story and she'll just want us to read it, you know? So, and then there was another season, actually we are reliving the, the earlier season where she, there's her favorite children's book, uh, which is um, a Christian book, a story about uh, a young boy who is, uh, and, and I've talked about, the, I've had the author on my show, who's a young boy who's who's kind of scared at night because the nightlight wasn't turned on. So she imagines all these monsters and things like that. And at the end, there's, you know, the, the dad comes in and calms him down and says, oh, you're so brave, you know, this and that. And then and then there's like a devotional and a prayer at the end. And so she loves reading that. It's called The Adventures of Super Obi, Nothing to Fear. And she's got a series. And so it, it and it, it's actually a, um, a family of color which is something that you know it's awesome yeah, it's because cool. it's, it's not something that you know it's, it's diversity we need more in the in, the, in our books and our children's yeah. books and certainly in our christian christian books so it's a great great series anyway so she started now she recently started wanting us to read it again and so i'm like okay this is great i'm glad that you know because we're praying at the end and all that but i still wondered like man like i really want to make sure that I want her to be choose Jesus, of course. Um, but and I know that it's really their choice. And so I just want to do what I can do. Like the Bible tells us, I believe, and I can't remember exactly where it is, but that we are supposed to be right talking about him day and night. Oh, um, Deuteronomy. Yeah. Yeah, Deuteronomy. And I'm Deuteronomy like, oh, six. Man. yeah. And so, like, when you say, hey, just talking to them, having conversation, yeah. like with my teenager, I'll I'll bring in God and and things and experiences oh yeah god and even with my 20 year old and he's a little he's kind of you know he's spiritual but he's not as you know open but I still bring it in I tell him and I share things and he's fine with listening you know it used to be where he wasn't and now he's like okay you know he'll listen he'd be like okay okay you know so there's growth right um but I feel like we it needs to be that right just a conversation all the time right I mean yeah even though your kids are are seven your youngest is how old again I forget my youngest is one one okay so yeah so he's it's, it's a boy right yeah he's boy, a baby okay. <laughs> yeah baby boy so yeah so he's gonna get to experience so you you're like but it's amazing just to see what you're doing with your daughter and and also just your experience as a as a teacher of younger kids you know applying that and and teaching us so um, I'm learning a lot from you, Deb. Thank you so much for for having this podcast and and having this group now, this community that you recently started. It's, it's great. Um, speaking of that, I would love for you to share with the women uh, where they can find you. You can find me. Uh, the podcast that I have is called Mama's Mission. And you can find me, you know, um, Spotify, Apple, Uh where else can you find me? I am, I've got my Facebook group, which is not called Mama's Mission. It's called Teaching Your Kids About Jesus. So in there we share, I share every day, but I've actually had it on my heart recently just to put some more teaching in there. So just like, as as you asked, like I just really want some tips on how to actually do this. So we have lots of engagement in the group already, which is really cool. But yeah, I've just really been it's really God's really put it on my heart just once a week to do a live 
and just to quickly share how we're doing it in our home. It, it doesn't work out all the time. Sometimes I'm using my children as guinea pigs <laughs> for sure. <laughs> but, and, and, you know, just something that might work for my children might not work for yours. Every child is different as we all are different, but I can at least show you something, you know, point you in the right direction if you're feeling a little bit lost. And we need, and we need that kind of mentorship. I know we have probably we have, like I said, other people, maybe hopefully we have a good church community where we'll have examples, but you know, outside that, like we, we need someone like kind of like more expert, you know, like you are applying your teaching skills plus your experience. And of course your heart for doing this, which is not everybody's calling. And no. I think I see that this is your upside from obviously being a, a teacher in a classroom, but really this is a great calling you have. And so we need women like you to like look to and to learn from. So um, we're grateful. And and sisters, as you're listening, uh, please do join her community. I'm going to have it in the episode detail in the show notes. And I will have her podcast link in there as well and how you can connect with her. So Deb, thank you so much for being on the show. It, it's really an honor. It's been an honor to have you on here. And thank you so much for sharing all you did. Oh, thank you so much for having me. I've loved speaking to you. I love speaking to you too. So I'll be seeing you <laughs> in your community. And I, I know I see you in mine. So it's awesome to be able to collaborate like that together. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. All right, sister. I hope and pray that you were encouraged by this podcast episode and that you had some great takeaways. Thank you so much for joining us. And I will see you in the next one. Hey sister, if this episode encouraged or blessed you in some way, then the best thing you can do is share it with a friend. Also, I would love it if you join me in my Facebook community, Intentional Bible Study for Christian Women. There is an amazing sisterhood encouraging one another and praying for each other. And sister, if you've ever thought about connecting deeper with God, through a consistent, powerful, and uniquely designed Bible study routine that works just for you and your time needs. Look no further because I am your mentor and friend and your coach, and I can help you. All you need to do is write me at coachwithrosie at gmail.com. You can connect with me there, or you can check out theintentionalchristianwoman.com for more details. Lastly, if you haven't done so yet, I would invite you to leave me a review on Apple Podcasts. This is the way that I know this show is blessing you. My sister, I love you, know that I'm praying for you, and I will see you in the next one.